Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to this online service. We have just completed the previous series of study of how our spirit can be defiled, how the enemies, the devil, will make use of Christians, make use of us to bring this kind of defilement into the church. But tonight we want to begin a new series. When we were sharing in the beginning of the year uh, how when we enter into the promised land, how we can live long in that promised land. Again and again, the scripture reminded us in order to do that, we need to obey all the commandments that God has given to us. And we know we're into the covenant, the same teaching, the same principle applies to us today. But there are people who say, hey, we are in the New Testament. We are living in grace. So we shouldn't be talking about a commandment because the commandment is already uh, obsolete because we are under grace. How do we reconcile now that we are moving into the promised land? How can we continue in what God has given to us? And uh, let's see what Jesus, how Jesus taught concerning obeying all the commandments and uh, decrees of God. In Matthew 22, Matthew 22, verse 36, it says, uh, teachers of the law came to Jesus and said, Teacher, which is the greatest command, uh, commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. So when the teacher of the law came to ask Jesus about which is the greatest commandment, Jesus did not say, hey, we are into the New Testament. I come to bring grace, and this is not important anymore. But Jesus answered, the greatest commandment is we have to love the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. And the second, he said, is like the first one. It's just as important. So this is the greatest commandment, the first one, the greatest commandment. Why is it the greatest commandment? Why is it the first one? Because it deals with our relationship with God our relationship with God. And in fact, Jesus, uh, when he quoted uh, these command, uh, commands, he wasn't quoting from the Ten Commandments. He was quoting from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 to 6. Deuteronomy 6, verse 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. So that, this is where Jesus is quoting from. But the greatest commandment, the first commandment that Jesus mentioned, it, it includes the first four commandments in the Ten Commandments dealing with our relationship with God. 
And, uh, but Jesus deal with the spirit of the commandments of God. Not the letter. Oh, you mustn't do this, you mustn't do that. But Jesus deal with the spirit. It begins by saying, hey, you, you need to put this, this law, this commandment into your spirit. And you love out of the heart. You obey out of the heart. So Jesus is dealing with the spirit of obeying the commandments rather than the letter, what we must do. So when we fill our hearts with the commandments of God, it begins to change our mindset, change our value system, and uh, we allow the Word of God to become our, becomes a word that, that is ours too. We want to love God with all our hearts, with all our soul, with all our mind. We want to. Not because we have to, but we want to. So this is what Jesus is dealing with. In 2 Corinthians 3, verse 6, He has made us competent as ministers of a new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. So in the New Testament, we minister from the Spirit. We minister from the heart. And when we obey the word of God from our hearts, because all the laws are written in our hearts, it brings forth life. It brings forth life. And Jesus himself said in John 6, verse 63, he said, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The word I've spoken to you, they are full of the spirit and life. And so, Jesus dealt with the spirit of obedience, the spirit of obeying the commandments. It started by putting the laws in our hearts. And it is the greatest commandment because it governs our relationship with God. And Jesus said, when you obey these two commandments, you obey all the law. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. He, he gets into the centrality of the Bible. What the whole Bible is about. First, our relationship with God. How we should love Him, because there's only one God. So we love Him with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind. And deals with our relationship with people. Love others, love your neighbor as yourself. This sums up the laws and the prophets. And that's why it's greatest. And so can you imagine? Jesus summarized the whole laws and prophets in just these two commandments. And Jesus slightly... Uh, um, elaborate on what does it mean to love God with all our hearts, with all our soul, and he adds in with all our mind. All our mind. And it's important because there are people who are so simple-minded. Oh, they, they, they love God. They are full of passion. But they have no brain. They have no wisdom. 
you know, they, they, the, the, the way they, they see things and the, the way they talk. It doesn't make sense. Or it's, it's, it's so way out. Yeah? So, but Jesus said, hey, you have to love God, not just with all your heart, but with, with all your soul, but with all your mind. That's how we obey God, because we love God. We know the reason why we obey Him. But unfortunately, some of us, we haven't developed our mind. So we look at the Word of God. We can only see the superficial, the obvious. But we can't see what God is trying to say. So because we're ignorant of the Word of God, we misrepresent God to people and, and, and even to ourselves. Okay, so, so we really need to love God with all our heart, all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. Uh, that's the, the first and the greatest commandments. So this greatest commandment, love God, summarizes the first four commandments. Only one God, no idols, uh, uh, do not use the Lord's name in vain. That means some of us, we murmur, complain because of God's dealing, we better watch out. That's, that's, that's uh, using the name of the Lord in vain. And uh, Sabbath, we set up uh, a site, time, day to worship the Lord. Okay, so this is how we love Him. And this is how the nation of Israel need to obey in order to build a strong nation because all the neighboring nations are worshiping idols. So this is how we build a holy nation even today. And then the second, the second greatest commandment is love your neighbor as yourself. This deal with our relationship with people, with men, and this commandment sums up the next six commandments. Commandment five, honor your father and mother. That means you respect elders. You, you know how to honor elders, leaders, those in position. You know, you shall not kill. Don't kill with your words. Take away life and potential people because of your words. Because love does no harm to our neighbor. Do not commit adultery. It means we are faithful. We do not betray relationship, trust, not thinking evil of people. And then they say, you're not stealing. We're not selfish. But rather we give, we contribute. And uh, we don't steal from God's tithe. We are not to bear false witnesses. That means we are people who seek after the truth, understanding. Uh, what is right, the right judgment, and not those who have no mind, no brain, who just believe what so gullible, believe what people say so without processing through, you know, and uh, covered rather than, you now we need to work hard and, and, and give. Okay, so these two greatest commandments these two uh, most important commandments. 
Okay, right? We, we read that just now from Mark. The most important one, the greatest one, the most important one. Why is it the most important one, these two commandments? Because your life's meaning, success, hinges on fulfilling these two commandments. That's why they're most important. You can be so successful in your business, but you mess up in your relationship with people, you mess up in your family relationship. You just fail. Okay, so, so it's most important because it deals with our relationship with God and with people and it determines our success, our uh, sense of happiness, fulfillment in our life. So you can see, life on earth is all about relationship. And that's why this is most important. Relationship with people, relationship with God. And we can see that's true. Family break up because they do not know how to communicate, how to maintain the relationship, business, men who are successful because they know how to connect and network. They just do a phone call. They can get all the information. They can uh, make the, the deal because of favor, right? So it's about relationship. Someone who may be so talented, skillful, but they don't know how to build relationship. They don't know how to market their products. They don't know how to uh, connect with others so that others can help them. So they, they, their success is limited. Right? Churches, why do we cannot build strong churches? Because of division, because of bad relationship. This is so, the whole of life is about relationship. Even relationship with yourself. Some people, they, they criticize, they're so critical of others. Why? Because they don't know how to love themselves. Because they say you love others as you love yourself. But they don't know how to love themselves. They reject themselves. Uh, that's why they reject others. They see themselves as no worth. That's why they see others as no worth. So the whole of life is about relationship. That's why Jesus said this is the most important commandment. Our relationship with God, first of all, with man. That's what it is. That's what life is all about. And uh, the Bible called it, the New Testament, uh, James called it the royal law. How we are to govern this earth. Remember, we talk a lot about kingdom. We talk about sharing and, and, and ruling and reigning with Jesus on earth. So this is a royal law, how we are to govern, deal with people who are inheriting the kingdom. Look at uh, James 2, verse 8 and verse 9. If you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. So this was written in the context of dealing with people who are to inherit the, 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 the kingdom, the royal law. We have to love our neighbor as ourselves. 
how we govern the relationship in the kingdom of God. We are not to show favoritism. Oh, these people are my family member. These people are, are my good friends and my relatives so, or my gang. So we show favoritism. He said, when you break this law, in fact, you break all the law. So that's how important it is. This is a royal law we have to govern. Life to govern in the kingdom of God. So we cannot be right with God when we are not right in our relationship with other people, okay, with people. Uh, and, and unfortunately in life, that's where we mess up, isn't it? Most of the time, is in an area of relationship. All the other problems started with relationship. And, and, and that's why God said this is the greatest and this is the most important commandment. We are to commit ourselves to obey and to fulfill. Especially in the New Testament. This is how we minister in the New Testament. Out of our spirit. Using this royal law to operate in the kingdom of God, to govern in the kingdom of God. So when we govern in love, when we love, we fulfill the law. We fulfill the law of God. Look at Romans 13, verse 8. Let's know that remains outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another. For whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not uh, cover and whatever other commandments there may be, are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. So can you see, when we fulfill this, obey these two commandments, we, we, we obey all the laws. When we govern by loving others as ourselves, this royal law. That's how it operates in the kingdom of God. We fulfill the law that uh, God has asked of us. So I hope this evening's teaching helps us to sum up all that the Bible is teaching us. Just these two things. Our relationship with God and relationship with man. We are to love God with all of our hearts because there's only one God. And we are to love God with all our soul, with all our mind. So if there's only one God, if we love God half-heartedly, that means we're not using our brain. We're not doing right because there's only one God. So we are to love God with all of our mind. You know, how to process, how to go deeper, you know, what, what God wants. And the second is like it, just as important, just as great, that is to love our neighbor as ourselves. Because life is about relationship with people, and we must get it right. But unfortunately, this is the area where often we got it, we mess up. So let's take note of what God is saying. And 
let's learn how we can build good relationship with people and how we can love God the way we should. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your words. We thank you for simplifying the scriptures to us in such a simple way that we are to obey these two commandments because all the laws and the prophets hang on these two. And we pray that even as we receive your words, we will know how to keep these words in our hearts, to love you with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. And to love our neighbor as ourselves. Father, we would not live in a no man's land, but rather we know how to minister to others in love, so fulfilling the law. So I pray that you will, your words will continue to abide in us and to work out in our life so that when we minister, we receive life. We thank you, we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. The Lord bless you. We'll see you again. Bye-bye.